Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, Right. For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. An Elio's original. And welcome to Web Crawlers, the podcast where I do a deep dive into the weirdest, strangest, and most mysterious corners of the internet. I'm Allie Siegel. I'm Melissa Stettin. And who are our new patrons this week? We've got Catherine, Mike, and Daniel. Welcome. Welcome to the team. Uh, later today, I'm going to film a video about this article that um, Spencer Henry of obituary and cult leader posted on his Instagram stories what about these cows. I sent it to you. Oh, these cows were found like with their tongues missing and all this weird stuff. Anyways, I'll... Oh, explain it in no. the video it's very skinwalker ranch so and they were alive no they're dead i think no i know they're dead <laughs> oh <laughs> just cows without tongues shut up bitch yeah. <laughs> it was the mafia being like whatever you do don't tell don't, don't tell <laughs> <laughs> so look forward to that later i am very excited for our episode today me too but i'm also like really conflicted oh we're going to it it like hurt it's gonna hurt my heart a little bit but really yes we'll see Uh we're gonna continue yes i'm gonna sob actually (laughs) okay we're we're gonna continue with our food scam episodes i'm you know i'm pretty impressionable like i'm surprised i haven't joined a cult yet I'm yes. disappointed that I wasn't <laughs> recruited for Nexium. Like I'm prime for all that kind of stuff. And I uh-huh. love woo-woo. Like if you try to tell me a spell will cure something or a mm-hmm. powder or like a machine is going to make me healthy, I'll buy into it. Sure. Like I currently am looking into like a $5,000 infrared sauna for my backyard. 
Like I'm cr- I'm crazy. Five thousand. Well, you know, saunas are pretty nice. They're super nice, and I even my my dermatologist said that infrared saunas do something to your mitochondria. <laughs> <laughs> Well, when I get facials, I always get the red light and I have yes. a red light mask. Yeah, the I infrared use. red light. Yeah. Some, some, infrared has heat and then there's just red light therapy and they're both oh, okay. great That's, for you. Yeah. Yeah. I think great. that the, the red light is like helps with bacteria. I have one of those face things too. Yeah. The light things. For, but this for, is like, what I'm talking about. Stuff. Yeah. So I like buy into all this stuff. I, I, I too. You know, I have a, I also have an infrared higher dose sauna blanket. I have two drawer, drawers worth of supplements. Like Uh-oh. if you, I get so many Instagram posts for supplements and I will buy them if it seems like it'll yeah. cure me. And Sometimes they're so expensive. They're very convincing. Yeah, I have uh, a supplement called Fatty 15 that I saw on Instagram. What is that? that? This girl that I knew from high school who's now an influencer was the was doing the sponsored post. So I was like, this has to be good. Meanwhile, we'll do ads for anything. Um, <laughs> yeah. And it, it said it will make you live longer and rejuvenate your cells <laughs> and all this stuff. And I was like, I'll buy it. It was so expensive. I have supplements. I have like a beef liver supplement, like a kidney beef supplement. Beef liver. Well, you know, liver is supposed to be very good for you. It has a lot of iron exactly. in it. Exactly. Yeah, it's <laughs> literally like the organs of a cow grounded, ground up into a supplement. Do you take these supplements? Yes. Like I'll take them in shifts because right. I'll, I'll feel sick and then I'll Google what I think I have and I'll be like, I have a bone marrow disease and the only thing that's going to cure it is <laughs> I if need I, some like, beef liver for my yeah, bone I need marrow beef disease. Liver. Yeah. Yes, exactly. So are these things causing more harm than good? Mm. And where are these things even coming from? Are they regulated? Is this just a trend? Are there so many trends? It made me wonder what actually is healthy and what isn't. It seems to change every day, and now more than ever with social media, anyone with like no experience who knows a few buzzwords can sell you the key to health. It's true, and it also sponsored posts with influencers. Like you trust people just because you've seen them before, and who knows mm-hmm. if they actually like. What is it? Courtney Kardashian has a supplement line now. Oh yeah, it's called. It's not goosh, but it's. Yeah, Koosh, Koosh, Mush, Mush, something, poosh, something like poosh. that. Yeah, yeah. She she sells Koosh balls. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Alex, it, it it's actually I feel like it's something that once you get to a certain level of fame, you start a supplement line. Yeah, yeah. Like Alex Jones has supplements oh, too. God. <laughs> also, I was thinking, aren't all these weird fads just disordered eating habits? Like, isn't this all an eating disorder? Yeah, that's a good point. Kind of. I was wondering, why do we fall prey for all this stuff? I'm a hypochondriac. I feel like that's also just in the umbrella of Judaism. Like, you're just worried that you're dying all the time. And <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> there are so many new illnesses out there that I'll yeah. do anything to cure myself of them or prevent myself from not having them. Mm -hmm. And a lot of these illnesses are not real. Some of them are. I always hear about like inflammation. 
Like your body's inflamed, you have inflammation. What does that even mean? Right, exactly. Like leaky (laughs) gut. Yeah, what is leaky leaky gut? gut? Apparently that's not real, but everyone on the internet and even the nutritionist I went to is like, you can have leaky gut. Does it mean your guts leak it? Your guts are yeah, leaking. Like, what is leaky Where gut? Are they going? Um, gluten allergy, celiac disease, right? Which is real. Celiac disease is real, but, but a lot of people think they are allergic to gluten when they are not. <laughs> yes, but then it's also like, does gluten cause inflammation for everyone? Is gluten just bad for you? Right. You know, like like sugar is bad for you, but right. you're not allergic to. I don't know adrenal fatigue i don't know i for i think i have adrenal fatigue and then (laughs) and then i found out it's not a thing apparently i read this morning that oh no yeah candida i always hear about i'm always convinced that i have uh, candida overgrowth that's like what gives you like a yeast infection but it's a yeast but you can also have it like all over your body and if you have too much of it it can like infect your blood like you can have like blood candida you know i google i have this like red rash thing that's been on my face for like a few months is it a fungus that's what i I was googling and i think i found what it is it's like another like eczema thing yeah but it could be caused from like a staph infection or like bacteria or fungus. And I'm like, I got this after I gave birth. Yeah. It's just, it was under my eye. Remember, my eyes were all crazy. Now it's like on the side of my face. Oh, So I have to yeah. go to a dermatologist. I think it's like some sort of infection. I had, I had something on my back that was like the same. And it was like oh. a yeast or a fungus. And I'm like, yeah. what? Our bodies are disgusting. <laughs> yeah. So anyways... I always think I have black mold poisoning, even though I've never lived in a place with <laughs> yeah. black mold. You know, and then Lyme's disease. Lyme disease oh, that's is a, a big yeah. one now, um, which is real. It's an absolute It's a real, real thing, thing, but isn't it like so hard to test for? Like you can never really... Yes, it's extremely hard to test for yeah. if you're not testing like immediately when you got it. Right. And it can be absolutely devastating, mm-hmm. but... It's very, everyone thinks they have Lyme disease now. It's hard to diagnose. The way that they're treating it. I don't know what documentary it was, but remember there was like the bee sting therapy. Oh, right. And then there's people who claim that there's juice cleanses that can cure you of Lyme. Whatever. Anyway, so what is helpful and what's actually not I want to believe that all these woo-woo things are helpful and that like everything's (laughs) going to work. Yes, but (laughs) unfortunately, this might not be the case. So let's get into health food conspiracies and scams and what people call the cult of self-care and Mm. dispel some myths. We also have an amazing guest today, Peabody and Emmy Award winning journalist and friend of the podcast, Jane Marie. She's the former producer of This American Life and the current host of an amazing... uh, and amazing, and amazing, and amazing, an amazing uh, podcast called The Dream, which covers like the first season. I think is MLMs, mm-hmm. and then the second season is devoted to basically what this episode is about, like self care and yeah. wellness, the wellness industry. And I especially how- love the podcast because she's from Michigan pretty close to where I grew up. And so she in the second season, she goes back there and like interviews her family. And she's like, yes, I'm in Flint. I'm in this. I'm like, ah, I know where you are. Yes. <laughs> and I think her aunt 
had like it was part of an MLM growing yes. up and things like that yeah. and um, essential oils and stuff. It's like yes. really, really great. Um, yeah. So make sure you listen to that and she'll answer some questions for us today. So health food fads. Every year or decade, there seems to be a new diet that's mm-hmm. like the fad. Growing up, I remember it was in the 90s, like the South Beach diet. Oh, the Atkins at, yes, Atkins. Yes. That's what it is. Atkins, like the Mediterranean diet. God, what was Atkins? Is Atkins, Atkins like was, it might be similar to... It was low carb. Because I remember I was working at a pizza restaurant and we had on the menu Atkins pizza and it was like very thin crust and it had a lot of meat and protein on it. So people would order that thinking that like it was healthy. It's That's like, so funny. <laughs> yeah. Atkins is kind of like keto. It was kind of like the... F- first keto. Maybe. I think it's just low carb, no carbs, yeah. really. There's the Mediterranean diet. I remember that, like lots of olive oil and fish. That's what my most of my doctors have told me recently. Stick yeah, to a Mediterranean diet. Yeah. Low fat, which we talked about mm-hmm. uh, in our anal leakage episode, oh. <laughs> which, is, <laughs> which is a big trend, which didn't really turn out to be bad for you because yeah. you're just eating basically just chemicals. Yeah. Right now, the trend seems to be keto. Yes. Busy Phillips is, was big into keto on her Instagram oh, was stories. She? I Okay, so I did keto. I think I did like a version of keto for a while. Mm-hmm. I worked with a nutritionist who I met on Twitter and Instagram who reached out to me. <laughs> so that's like the first problem. And she was hugely expensive. And she said that she could help me with my gut issues because at the time I had been diagnosed with SIBO, which is small intestinal right. bacteria overgrowth, which is you a real thing. You did a test. You blow into a thing, right? Yes. So I was having all these crazy gut problems. Like I I remember I was randomly throwing up every morning. Yeah, that was crazy. Yeah. <laughs> you I weren't was like, pregnant. No, I wasn't pregnant. And I was that like, was I crazy. literally was throwing up every morning. And I was texting you guys being like, just threw up again. This is horrible. Oh, yeah. I was like super bloated all the time, felt disgusting. And I went to the gastroenterologist and it turned out I had this thing called SIBO. And so she was like, oh, I specialize in this. And Mm. she put me on this. First of all, she wanted me to go on like a liquid diet for I think it was like three months. And I was like, what? Yes, it was this powder that they use in hospitals, which is basically just all the nutrients that you need every day. And she was like, just have three mix this with water and ice and blend it and just have like three of these drinks a day. And I was like, "I, I can't do that for three months. Are you? insane even my doctor didn't tell you know me to do that. i was i went to my acupuncturist yeah uh for for ivf my doctor like re- recommended i go and she gave me this like powder stuff yeah that i drink that had all these nutrients and vitamins in it but like also eat you know right also food no this is supposed to be on a- vegetables and fish in this and it i i mean i guess it worked <laughs> i don't i felt well, very healthy Yes. No, this was she wanted me to be on all liquid for three months. Only this. Just this powder? Yes. And I did it for three days and lost five pounds. And I was like, I can't do this for three months. Like, no, this is you're going to lose so much weight. Yeah. It's not healthy. No. So I said no. Wow. So then essentially she put me on something similar to the keto diet. 
Right. Um, where I, she was basically like, eat steak and a lot of fats, like cook everything in ghee, which is, you know, like that butter yeah, thing. Yeah, butter thing. And as I told you guys, I recently got my yearly yeah. physical and my cholesterol is like 215. It's off It's off the charts. It went up so much. My That's... liver enzymes are really high. Like, And you've been eating a lot of meat. Like I've just and been the... eating red meat because she told me it was good for me. And like no. butter. <laughs> Red meat's not good for you. Moderation. Yeah. So listen, we'll get into this more, but like maybe you shouldn't believe nutritionists you meet on the internet. Anyways, so interestingly, though, the keto diet was actually created in the 20s for to treat epilepsy. Oh, no way. Yeah. So according to the National Institute of Health, to mimic the metabolism of fasting, the ketogenic diet was introduced by modern physicians as a treatment for epilepsy in the 1920s. For two decades, this therapy was widely used, but with the modern era of anti-epileptic drugs treatment, it's declined rapidly. So they don't use it as like oh, wow. a cure for epilepsy. But I think because they have medication now, right? Uh, but I think it does something to the brain that's helpful. So what is oh. keto? Basically, um, this is from Healthline. You consume a very low amount of carbohydrate carbohydrates and replace it with fat so that your body burns fat for energy. Mm. It could include weight loss and lowers your risk for certain diseases and your body gets into like a state of ketosis, which I don't really understand. And all I know oh. is that like there's these these strips you can have and you pee on them and you can tell whether oh. or not you're in ketosis or not. So it turns fat into ketones in the liver, which can supply energy for the brain. Okay. Which is, I guess, maybe why it helped for epilepsy. So, oh, yeah, interesting. Hmm. Yeah, it, it can cause significant reductions in blood sugar and insulin levels. Yeah, so I think it, it might be good for you if you do it correctly, but I think, you know, you really can't have any carbs or any sugar. Otherwise, you're just eating a lot of protein, a lot of fat, and then carbs and sugar as well. Right, you can't have any sugar because it kind of defeats... Yeah, it totally the of it. Yeah, certain symptoms may also indicate that you've entered ketosis, including increased thirst, dry mouth, frequent urination. When you <laughs> you're doesn't... trying to get into ketosis, yeah, you want that. Mm. <laughs> so right, so it says that okay. it it's good for heart disease, cancer, Alzheimer's, Parkinson's, polycystic ovary syndrome. Mm. And brain injuries, so if you get hit in the dome. But then it says, however, keep in mind that research into many of these areas is far from conclusive. So it's basically no carbs, no sugar, which I mean sounds healthy. Like, well, not the no carbs, but no sugar. Right, but you also can't have like beans, legumes, root vegetables, tubers. Oh. <laughs> Can't you can't have tubers? Have, you out. can't have any no tubers. tubers. Yeah. <laughs> uh, no condiments or sauces, alcohol, right. anything sugar-free. Like, it's really, really strict. Oh. So, I mean, I but don't there's know. sugar. So you can have fruit because there's sugar in fruit. No fruit. You can't have any fruit except for small portions of berries like strawberries. Oh. Yeah, that's very strict. You can't strict. have soda. Yeah, it's like very, very, very strict. So... 
Anyways, people are into keto keto right now. That's like the new thing. Then there's also intermittent fasting, which a lot of people are into. And a lot of celebs do it. And CEOs. I have a couple of friends who do it. How do your friends do it? Is it like they just wait until a certain time of day to eat? Or I, one of my friends, he doesn't eat after after 7 p.m. Doesn't, and then he eats breakfast at like, I think, like 10 a.m. or something. Or it's like a, it's over, it's over, it's like a 15 hour fast or 16 hour fast. So he only eats in between, you know, eight hours a day, like 10 a.m. to 6 p.m. I think is what it is, which doesn't seem that extreme. That seems kind of normal. Yeah. People do it pretty extremely though. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like I usually probably don't eat until noon or, I mean, I had a banana at 1130, but just not on purpose. Like I'm not trying to intermittent fast, but so, but people go really crazy. So Jack Dorsey, the former CEO of Twitter or whatever, he said during one interview, he skips breakfast and lunch, having just one meal a day between 630 and 9 p.m., on his official Twitter account, he said, been playing with fasting for some, this is from 2019, been playing with fasting for some time. I do a 22-hour fast daily, dinner only, and recently nope. did a three-day water fast. Biggest okay. thing, yeah, biggest thing I notice is how much time slows down. The day feels so much longer, yeah, when oh. not broken up by breakfast, lunch, and dinner. Yeah. I do remember I did one of those. I did the master cleanse. Oh, I'm talking about that later. Yeah. The lemon and the thing. And yeah. Yeah, that was. That was Beyonce like, lost it, 20 pounds on that. Well, yeah, because you're not eating it. Yeah, you're, 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 you're not starving eating yourself. It's like, of course, on a cleanse, you're not eating. Yeah. I mean, of, of course, on a cleanse, you're losing weight because you're not eating. Yes. Um, <laughs> and you're taking you're drinking laxatives. You're drinking that smooth move tea. Is oh, what you're they doing recommend. that as well? Well, you drink, you drink the salt water. You drink like a, a oh, whole I didn't liter realize of that. salt water. I threw up the first time I did it. Oh my God, really? I can't remember. It's a liter of salt water every night. And that's supposed to like clear out your body. And it, it does. Let me tell you, it does. But I also threw up the first oh, night. Oh my God, that's But disgusting. then after that... I did what I five more days or whatever. I gotta say, I felt like pretty okay. Really? And the thing that it did for me, like I, I maybe I think I lost a couple pounds or whatever, but then you gain it back once you eat. Of course. But it made me realize how much shit I was eating and that I don't need. And so, like for six months after that, I ate so well. I had no snacks, no like. I was working at Hamburger Mary's and there would always be a big bowl of like French fries that they take yeah. out to put on the plate. And I would, every time I walked by, I would just eat French fries, eat French fries. Right. And I had to stop doing that during the cleanse. And I was like, yeah, I don't need, a, I don't need, actually don't need 20 it. French fries a day. Makes you more deliberate about eating. Yes. There's this one guy that Rachel from Hollywood Crime Scene oh is God. obsessed with on TikTok. And she showed it to me once or maybe she posted it. And I was like, this is it's crazy. insane. It's crazy. This guy eats for one hour a day and then doesn't eat the rest of the day. He does it live. 
on yes, TikTok. And he, he puts it on TikTok. Melissa, will you uh, play it? Because I think he yes. goes through what he eats. It's and it's it. The food he consumes is never like a normal meal. It's Joey like, B. Dez. Joey B. D. E. Z. Yeah. At the eating hour. Rachel's like, he seems like a nice guy, but his food choices <laughs> <Yeah>. are insane. <laughs> Uh, what I eat one hour after 23 hours live on TikTok every day, 8 p.m. So this is a video of him. What does it say? 12 eggs. Two whole oranges, a banana and apple. One pork rib, one Rice Krispies treat. Wait, play the one that she said to us first. The yeah, one that yeah, I have yeah, in the yeah. doc. Because he's talking about what he Okay, eating. what I eat in one hour to stay full for 23 hours. Not eating for 23 hours. First, we got the massive premium glizzy packed full of fiber and vitamins. Next, we got the watermelon and mustard, one of my favorite treats. Watermelon and and mustard. Absolutely busting. And there's my new cat, Anakin. I saved him off the streets around a month ago. I love him to death. And then we got a six pack of eggs with two tomatoes, Himalayan salt, and pepper. And I tried something new. Tried some Panera bread. Never tried it. It was pretty good, even though it was super spicy. Soup. And uh, last but not least, we had 24 wings from Little Caesars. 24 wings from Little Caesars. They were good. And I have a new eating time, by the way. It's 9 a.m. Pacific time. Just a heads up. Oh, he now he now eats at 9 a.m. So he had like a, a whole two, stock of broccoli. Yeah, a whole stock a whole of broccoli. Watermelon with mustard on it. Six eggs, two tomatoes, and 24 wings. 24 wings from Little Caesars. From Little Caesars. How and then he doesn't eat. That's all That's, that's all, all he eats. eats in the day. But he eats it just within one hour. I will say, I went through this guy's TikTok. He lost 100 pounds. He used to be overweight. <laughs> yeah? He lost 100 pounds. He is. He's ripped. Okay, calm down. You're married. this guy is this guy is fucking ripped no he seems very in shape i guess i mean he works out i guess but yeah he's he was around 300 pounds i mean you know whatever works for him listen the skinniest i've ever been in my life was when i had one meal at jack in the box a day <laughs> yeah. I mean, look, what's crazy is that when I don't eat after, after I eat dinner, whatever, at like, you know, I'll do seven o'clock these days, I usually eat, I'll have like, oh, I'm going to have some cookies or I'll have some chocolate. I'll usually right. eat dessert. If I don't eat after I eat dinner, I always feel better and I don't yeah. gain weight. Yes. Like it I works. Think, <laughs> yes. I think some of it, there's too, something to all that. I think that if I ate all that in an hour, then didn't eat the rest of the day, I'd be very ill. This guy's working out a yeah. lot. So he's Melissa, burning a lot of calories. We get it. We get, we get it. <laughs> this <laughs> Everyone guy. gets it. Can yeah. we talk about Joey? Yeah. But anyway, so Joey, I know Joey. He was. <laughs> <laughs> he's ripped. <laughs> All right. Have you seen Joey's other take? Where he goes? (laughs) Does anyone know Joey's uh, number or personal Instagram? Where does he live? Yeah, where's Joey? Yeah, license plate for. Oh, I think it's a California (laughs) license plate. Okay, sorry, but we're going to move on from Joey now. Um, But Joey, (laughs) shout out to to Joey. Joey. Yeah, we'll come back to Joey later. (laughs) Melissa's definitely going to come back to Joey later. But intermittent fasting—that's like a a lot of people do that. Yes, I mean that's the thing. I would love to know what that really does for your 
body. Yeah, like what are their blood tests showing? Is it good? Yes. <laughs> is it all good? Is, is your cholesterol fine? Yeah, do for your body. I had blood. crazy cholesterol. Apparently, it's just genetic. Yeah, but pregnant? what's crazy is that my parents have low cholesterol and my dad eats fucking bacon and chicken tenders every day, smokes cigarettes, has low cholesterol. But I was also pregnant. That's a side effect. And I was eating three yeah. dinners a day. I was eating cheesesteaks <laughs> every day. My doctor told me when my cholesterol was high. Granted, I have a horrible diet. Like we all know that. But um, I eat like, as you say, like I eat like a divorced dad. But she said, you know, it's pretty much genetic. She's, she said that she has yeah. a client who works out nonstop, doesn't drink, doesn't smoke, who's vegan, like super healthy. And she has mm-hmm. cholesterol is through the roof. Also, what my doctor told me is that there's the LDL and the HDL. Yeah, and if, those, yeah. And all that matters is if the good cholesterol is high because my gynecologist freaked out on my cholesterol. I went to my like regular doctor. They're like, oh, no, no, the ratio is fine. As long as this is this. I don't know what the ratio huh. is, but they yeah. were not panicked at all. So it's, I guess they calculated a new way now. Okay, so there's two kinds of intermittent intermittent fasting. There's this 16 to 8 fasting where you eat, eat for 8 hours and fast for yeah, 16. Yeah, that's what my friend does. And I think that that's the most common one. He's except for shape. Joey has his own <laughs> fasting well, method. Well, Joey, he yeah. eats for an hour. <laughs> Joey's a genius. So then there's the 5 to 2 approach which is where you eat regularly five days a week. And then for the other two days, you limit yourself to one 500 or 600 calorie meal. I mean, that's just starving yourself. That's an eating disorder, right? Um, (laughs) Yeah. And then it says longer periods without food, such as 24, 36, 48 or 72 fasting periods, which people do are probably not good for you. Because that's like what cavemen used to do, right? Where they just like, well, so I don't giant... know what cavemen used to do. <laughs> you know. <laughs> You've talked to a few cavemen. <laughs> but isn't the whole thing, the intermittent fasting, based off of what cavemen did, where they would just eat as much food as possible when they got it? Because you don't know when you're going to get food and you got to catch your food and kill yeah, it. Yeah, maybe. <laughs> it says many things happen during intermittent. This is from the Hopkins Medicine. Maybe Joey many... would know. <laughs> yeah, Joey, we, should, we need to get Joey on as a guest. Many things happen during intermittent fasting that can protect organs against chronic disease like type 2 diabetes, type 2 diabetes, diabetes. heart disease, <laughs> yeah, that diabetes. Disease. <laughs> heart disease, <laughs> age-related neurodegenerative disorders, inflammatory bowel disease. It helps your thinking and memory. Um, it says intermittent fasting boosts working memory in animals. Um, mm. heart, how do they test that? Oh, I guess probably like you put mice in a maze or something. I was like, you, what you do? You tell them a story and then you, you make them recall them a story? <laughs> it helps a heart health, physical performance, tissue health. I mean, I guess it's good for you. I guess yeah. that is. Uh, yeah. Okay. So juicing and the master cleanse. Juicing, apparently, nothing. It's not. It's really? not good for you. Yes. So oh. this is from the Zoe report. Dr. Cynthia Barrett, a certified nutrition uh, specialist and founder and CEO of Wellness Couture in New York. <laughs> I mean, that already feels like it describes yeah. her. But uh, she says the downside of juicing is that you are missing the most vital nutritious parts of fruit found in the seeds, pulp, and skin. 
Sure. When you take out the fiber, you are not able to process and digest those nutrients efficiently. For example, when chewing on a piece of fruit, the first part of digestion, ha- digestion happens in, the, in your mouth when an enzyme called amylase is released, helping to break down the carbohydrates in fruit. From there, she explains, amylase then sends a signal to both your stomach and small intestines to release other enzymes. Blah, 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 mm. blah, blah. Yeah, because so, when you juice, you get rid of all the fiber, so... Yeah. So uh, Isabel Montmayor, who's a dietitian and nutritional director at Fresh and Lean, says that these detoxes actually do more harm than good, these juice cleanses. She says drinking juices solely will put participants at risks of nutritional deficiencies and to put simply starvation. Most cleanses typically lack protein, fiber and healthy fats and are high in sugar. And she says that if yeah, you I guess want, it is a lot of sugar. Yeah. And she says, if you want to consume like fruit and vegetables in a different way that you should make a smoothie, because then at least you're getting the whole right. fruit or vegetable that that's better than then the master cleanse, which you've been on oh, yes. all the greats, you and Beyonce. Uh-huh. It's a, a five to 10 day juice cleanse. All you do is eat nothing and drink lemon, maple syrup and cayenne pepper water. Mm-hmm. Beyonce lost 20 pounds on this diet for her role in Dreamgirls. I bet she did. Because <laughs> yes. you're just drinking water. Yes. <laughs> so then um, this is an article from a while ago. There's a company called Moon Juice. It's oh, in Los Angeles. Yes. Owned by this woman, Amanda Chantal Bacon. Yes. Do you remember this article? I when remember it came out? this. Yeah. So there's this. Uh, it was the, there was like a day in the life of her or something. Yes. So it's from Elle, how Hollywood's favorite juice bar owner eats every day. And it's bananas. Yeah. And I think a lot of people uh, satirized it. Satirized it? Yes. So she's this crazy woman who owns Moon Juice. And Moon Juice is this juice place that also makes like powders. Yeah. It's called like Moon Dust and like Sex Dust. Isn't it in West Hollywood? There's one in Silver Lake. I think there's a few. Oh. oh, no, there isn't. It's Venice and Silver Lake. Yeah. So this is her day. And this is from Elle. She says, I usually wake up at 630 a.m. and start Ooh. with some right and start with some Kundalini meditation and a 23 minute breath set along with a I'm copper already cup. I'm already out. <laughs> I know. Along with a copper cup of silver needle and calendula tea before my son rowan wakes rowan she rowan then she says at 8 a.m i had a warm morning chai drink on my way to school to drop off drunk in the car it contains more than 25 grams of plant protein thanks to vanilla mushroom protein and stone ground almond butter and also has the super endocrine brain immunity and libido boosting powers of brain du- dust, quadriceps, reishi, maca, and shilajit resin. I, I mean, throw kind of good. Yeah. I throw hoshu woo and pearl in as part of my beauty, beauty regimen. I chase it with three Quintin shots for mineralization and two lipospheric vitamin B complex packets for energy. Ah, what is that stuff? (laughs) What is any of that? I've heard of shilajit. I don't think I've heard of that. I mean, I know all these mushroom things are real. Yes. Maca for energy. 
Yes. I've heard of protein. I've heard of <laughs> almond butter. Uh, at 9.30 a.m., she drinks 16 ounces of unsweetened strong green juice, which is her alkalizer, hydrator, energizer, source of protein. I don't know how it would be a source of protein. And she hasn't eaten any food yet. She has it's yet just... to eat any food. Okay. She also has some, but it's only 9.30. She has some okay. bee pollen. Okay. Um. Oh, she, don't know. She has a handful of activated cashews. Okay. Handful of. And now she's had another shot of turmeric root. She's taking a lot of shots. Okay, oh, so, okay, for lunch, she had zucchini ribbons with basil, pine nuts, sun-cured olives, and lemon with a green tea on the side. This is an elegant and light meal. So it's basically z- zucchini. Yes. With she, some stuff on it. She alternates this with another lunch stable, a nori roll with umeboshi paste, avocado, cultured sea vegetables, and pea sprouts. She has one roll. Okay. It's her version of a taco. okay. At 3 p.m., she has some coconut yogurt with cardamom, dried figs, walnuts, and apricots from a weekend farm visit and a chunk of raw dark chocolate. This stuff is like so expensive. Like you like this is like you can't go to the market and get this stuff. No, you have to make all this stuff. And like, yeah, this must be so expensive. She must spend like hundreds of dollars a day on her. Yeah, I mean, this is like one day is like $300 at Erewhon. Crazy. Yeah. Yeah. For dinner, she has a seaweed salad with micro cilantro and daikon and a delicate broth of mushrooms and herbs. Like, you're not going to. That's it? Yeah. That's nothing. I know. It's like you're not going to Ralph's or Vaughn's to get your Rishi Chaga. No, you have to go to. Erewhon. So anyways, look like? th- I mean, that's the way these these people who are selling health to you, that's the way that they eat all day long. Or you they know, claim that that they claim that they eat. Yes. Um, Melissa, Her skin does look good. She, I mean, she's gorgeous. <laughs> she's gorgeous. And I want to be she her. But that's yeah. <laughs> she's immortal. <laughs> um Melissa, you click what it says, and this went viral recently, where it says what Gwyneth Paltrow eats in a day. Oh, this thing. Yeah, so this is Gwyneth Paltrow talking about her wellness. I eat dinner early in the evening. I do a nice intermittent fast. I usually eat something about 12. Mm -hmm. Um, And in the morning, I'll have some things that won't spike my blood sugar, right? So I, I have coffee, but I really like soup for lunch. Um, I have bone broth for lunch a lot of the days. Try to do one hour of movement. So I'll either take a walk or I'll do Pilates or I'll do my Tracy Anderson. And then I get in the sauna. I dry brush and I get in the sauna. So I do my infrared sauna for 30 minutes. And then for dinner, I try to eat, you know, according to paleo. So lots of vegetables. It's really important for me to support my detox. What's your wellness routine? You know what that just made me remember? And also, that's another thing. This buzzword detox. If you're always detoxing, why do you why do you need to detox all the time? Well, also, your body <laughs> detoxes itself. If your right. body works correctly, like that's what like your liver and kidneys are for. Yeah. They just detox themselves. You're already that's what piss and shit is. Yeah, you you're, know, you're pissing out. You're <laughs> that, that's going to be my goop. That's what piss and shit is. Piss and shit. <laughs> piss and shit. <laughs> you're already detoxing. Um, 
So yeah, that's what she talks about doing in a day. And obviously, though, I'm sure everyone knows she has this website goop where she talks about like all these wellness claims. And she had a a, a series on Netflix as well, a goop oh, series. Oh, I watched that. I didn't watch it. Was it crazy? Yeah, it was crazy. It was just all this weird shit. <laughs> anyway, she's been sued by California. Uh, oh. California officials sued Goop about unfounded health claims for three products on the website for essential oils that they claimed fight depression oh, no. and for two jade and quartz eggs that you stick up your vagina. Oh, she got sued for that. Yeah, that she said will boost your sexual energy and health and like cure all these vaginal issues. Uh, She got sued because a lot of these things that she's promoting are just like totally unfounded. Yeah, I remember the jade egg thing. Yeah. Do you you put that in and then you think about... uh, What's Joey. his name? <laughs> Joey. <laughs> Hold on. I got to no. put in my jade egg and <laughs> head to TikTok no. and watch Joey 24 <laughs> Papa John's wigs. <laughs> they're little no, Caesars. they're little Caesars. <laughs> they're <wings>. little Caesars. <laughs> Get it right. <laughs> now let's take a quick break for announcements. Web Crawlers has a Patreon to get access to bonus episodes, shout outs, merch discounts, and more. Please go to patreon.com slash webcrawlers. You can donate as little as $2 a month to become one of our bimbo patrons. Also, please rate and review us on Apple Podcasts. If you give us a five-star review, we will shout you out. And Erios has a hotline. Insert jingle here. 626-604-6262. It's really been popping off. We're getting tons of messages again. Please keep them coming for our mailbag episodes. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom. Like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Everyone knows therapy is great for solving problems, but getting therapy has its own problems too like finding the right therapist, fitting into their schedule, and of course, the cost. Well, BetterHelp can solve those problems. It's totally online and built around your schedule. It's surprisingly affordable too. Connect with a credentialed therapist by phone, video, or online chat, all from the comfort of your home. Visit betterhelp.com to learn more and save 10% on your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Now, back to the program. 
So now we're going to talk to Jane Marie again. Her podcast, The Dream, chronicles all of this stuff. It goes into vitamins, supplements, juicing, in great depth and detail, season two, about scams in the health and wellness industry. So welcome, Jane, to the podcast. I'm Jane Marie. I'm the host of the podcast, The Dream. And we did a whole season on the wellness industry where we looked at uh, supplements and vitamins and gurus and all that good stuff and bad stuff. So it's one of my favorite things to talk about. (laughs) Why is it so easy to scam within the health and wellness industry? The wellness and health product and service industry is particularly scammy because what it's selling is uh, longevity, you know, living forever and being gorgeous while doing so. And I think, you know, the underlying um, pursuit of both of those things has been at the root of like scammers since the beginning of time. Um, But since, you know, a hundred years ago when we discovered what vitamins were, let's say we didn't know on a molecular level how to be healthy. We didn't even understand germs until like 150 years ago. All of it was so mysterious. Um, and now you, so now you can bottle health and wellness, whereas before you needed, um, you know, a Rasputin or something <laughs> or, you know, faith. Um, and now you can kind of package that faith in a bottle, um, and charge a premium for it, but it's really unregulated for the most part. Why are people so likely to fall for fad wellness trends? Is it because we don't really know what being healthy means or how to do it? I think people are likely to fall for fad wellness trends, first of all, because of the aspirational um, aspect, right? We all, again, we want to live forever. We want to be beautiful and healthy and vibrant until we're in our hundreds at this point. And the discovery of vitamins, the discovery of germ theory, the understanding of what goes on inside our bodies, also the advent of, you know, psychoanalysis and, um, you know, uh, just how we treat ourselves mentally. It's all very, very new. And the novelty, I think, creates an opportunity to repackage brand new stuff and, and sell it. So, you know, a couple hundred years ago, you probably were looking at snake oil. And now there's like this facade of uh, of legitimacy to a lot of products and services that are really brand new in the grand scheme of things and haven't really been tested. Um, and so there's one way of looking at it, which is like, oh, you fall for a wellness or a health trend, or you're trying something and you're on the cutting edge. You know, you're the first of a, a, a class of people to to experiment with something brand new or you have special access to this brand new science. Um, so yeah, so I mean, scammers can slip in there so easily. Plus we're in a very kind of tumultuous economic time and we're coming out of a pandemic and, and again, throughout history, like those are perfect times to sell people, you know, dreams basically. Have you ever fallen for a wellness trend? Probably. <laughs> I'm trying to think if I've ever fallen for a wellness trend. I, I've definitely done all kinds of crash diets, but a wellness trend, 
I'm going to try to come back to that one. I'm not sure. I didn't, <laughs> I haven't really had enough money to do that, to be honest. And I didn't really start making uh, money of note uh, until I had a kid. And then I've just been really preoccupied with that, which, you know, who has time for wellness? Um, well, I mean, Gwyneth does, but besides her, not sure. Health and nutrition coaches are popping up everywhere. I recently went to a nutrition coach I met on Instagram. And after my most recent physical, saw that after following her diet, my cholesterol was through the roof and my liver enzymes were elevated. She had me eating mostly butter and steak. (laughs) How easy is it to become a health coach? And are these people even credentialed? Oh my gosh. So you went to a coach and your cholesterol levels and liver enzymes were elevated. That's not unusual. Yeah. So when it comes to people claiming to be health and wellness experts, aka life coaches or health coaches, there really is no bar to entry. There are a few organizations that, you know, issue accreditation or, you know, you can get a little certificate to put on your wall, but it's it's not the same as, you know, going to a university and studying molecular biology or nutrition science, um, those sorts of things. So, you know, it reminds me of when I was pregnant, I was trying to um, go into labor on time. I everyone said, go get acupuncture. And I went and I asked the lady in the middle of one session, like, do I have to believe in this for it to work? And she said, well, it really helps. Um, So I think that aspect of coaching, um, you know, just do as I say, and just have faith that what I'm saying um, is going to help you is like really significant. And, um, and a lot of times it works. And a lot of times it you know, makes people really sick and broke. And I'm really sorry to hear that that happened to you. That, that sucks. But yeah, there aren't, there aren't, there's no like professional organization that offers continuing ed in order to issue licenses to life coaches that just, it's not the same as any other health industry professional, really professional organizations, really. So hopefully if you have a life coach, they're a good one and they're not having you eat steak and butter only. I'm looking into that actually for the next season of The Dream. That's what we're looking into. Has the American wellness industry kind of appropriated elements of Eastern medicine and just made it a capitalist venture? Oh, God. Yeah. I mean, look, the American wellness industry has appropriated all kinds of stuff, including Eastern medicine. And um, uh, I think that that's unfortunately the American way is just steal an idea, some ancient idea from another culture and dress it up, you know, package it as like these ashwagandha pills that will, I don't even know what, like this whole like mushroom product craze that's going on right now, uh, I feel like is, is repurposed, um, Ayurvedic. Yeah. So it's like a repackaging of Ayurvedic medicine, which I would say is not illegitimate. <laughs> like that's a, a real thing, but I don't think it's a real thing that like 25 year old um, white ladies in, in Venice have uh, a real beat on. Yeah, that's that's just what we do around here. Vitamins and supplements. Do we need them and do they actually do anything? If you're going to eat well and move your body around, you don't really need extra vitamins and supplements. If your diet is lacking in something that contains, say, vitamin D. So vitamin D is one of the vitamins that we, our body 
can make, but we can also get elsewhere. I mean, you make it by going out in the sun. Then there are vitamins that uh, you can't, your body can't make, but you can get solely from nutrition, from food. If you, if something about your lifestyle is prohibiting your body from either consuming or creating a vitamin, then yes, you have to get it elsewhere. And if you can't get it from food, which is ideal and which is possible, but if that's not possible for you personally, then taking a vitamin would really help. A lot of the B vitamins are things that um, maybe you're not consuming in your diet. And there's nothing wrong with that. Like, go ahead and, and buy a vitamin over the counter. And what they do is keep you alive, essentially. Now, but there's only 13 of them. So if you look at the shelves at CVS, the variety of vitamins that are available, there are just thousands. And do you need any of them other than the 13? No. And most of those 13, you're either making or you're consuming in your food. So no, there's not like a, you need this extra vitamin. But again, the novelty of vitamin research and development, there's lots of claims about, you know, new supplements that have been discovered and proven to do X, Y, and Z. And so they're also kind of like low risk, a lot of them, not all of them. There are some of these that taken in certain quantities or not, you know, in unrefined forms will hurt you. But for the most part, they're fairly safe. So the, I think the thinking is, well, it probably won't kill me. And if it has this benefit that it's claiming to have, like, okay, maybe it supports, supports, that's a structure function claim. We can get into that later, but that's, you know, it, it doesn't give you immunity to diseases, but it will support your immunity. And I think the cost-benefit analysis there is like, well, you know, if I take this thing and it doesn't do that, I'm still, nothing's changed really other than my bank account, right? Like it's cost me a little bit of money, but I haven't hurt myself um, in any way. So I might as well try it. I think that's like a lot of the way we all think about vitamins and supplements because like we really don't need them. And now that Jane has explained that to us, I want to play this insane video that she had mentioned on The Dream where Mel Gibson is doing like a PSA against the against the government regulate regulating supplements. He's done this insane commercial. Okay, so the commercial starts as Los Angeles, 9.57 p.m. It's like a raid is happening. Yes. At someone's He's house. being raided. The house is being raided. Police are everywhere. FBI agents breaking into the house, <laughs> going up the stairs. Hey, guys, got it. It's only vitamins. Mel Gibson's holding his hands up with vitamins. And it says the federal government is actually considering classifying most vitamins and other supplements as drugs. The FDA has already conducted raids on doctor's offices and health food stores. Like in oranges? <laughs> if you don't want to lose your vitamins, make the FDA stop. Call the U.S. Senate and tell them that you want to take your vitamins in peace. If enough of us do that, it'll work. That's so weird. Protect your right to use vitamins and other supplements. Right, like, Congress now. <laughs> what? Yeah, I want to take my <laughs> beef hearts in peace. That's crazy. That was from 2007? Or that's when it was uploaded to YouTube. I don't know if Oh, that yeah, was that's probably when it was uploaded to YouTube. It was in the 90s. It was a 90s commercial. 
That was a crazy time. What a what a drug. All right. <laughs> Next question. I have spent $23 on a smoothie at Erewhon that has a list of ingredients I don't understand. Are smoothies and juices even good for us? And do juice cleanses really reset our bodies? You spent $23 on a smoothie at Erewhon. You know, here's a fun claim to fame. I've never been to Erewhon. So there's this whole market of um, green juices and smoothies and, you know, tinctures and wellness shots and things you can buy at juice bars. They're not bad for you. Like you want to eat or you want to drink your vegetables rather than eat them. Go ahead. Go for it. That sounds delicious. There is no such thing as detoxing through doing so. I mean, your body's like a really smart machine that detoxes itself. There are entire organs whose only job is to make sure that your body doesn't become a toxic site. And those run no matter what. I mean, you can kill them by you know giving them so many toxins that they crap out, like your, your liver, you know, if you're an alcoholic or something. You, d- drinking a juice is not going to rid your body of anything. Same with a, a smoothie or a mushroom powder drink or whatever. Um, yeah, I don't, I, there is no such thing as detox. I'll just say that flat out. <laughs> Why is it that America uses additives and ingredients in our food that are literally banned in other countries? You know, I don't know enough about what additives and ingredients are banned in other countries, but I will say that we kind of led the charge on refining foods. So um, again, 100 years ago, we discovered preservatives and refrigeration and processing of foods to... um, ship them out in large quantities to people and not have them rot. And in so doing, kind of really reduce the nutritional value of a lot of our staple food items. And so food additives became kind of necessary. Like you, you know, you want to replace all of the necessary nutritional value that you take away from foods when you overprocess them or you, um, or they sit around having a 10-year shelf life in a can or something. You want to fortify foods, like fortified cereal um, became a thing because uh, overprocessing of wheat um, kind of gets rid of a lot of the beneficial stuff there. So you put vitamins in it and you kind of put back the stuff you take out. So I think American markets are have had a long time uh, to get used to the idea of fortified food additives and um the American audience has gotten really used to additives in our food. I don't know. I, I have to look into which um, banned ingredients you're talking about. Are there instances where taking part in these wellness trends have done more harm to the human body than good? There are plenty of instances where wellness trends have killed people. Um, there was uh, there are lots of like. Um, uh, supplements. There was a, a couple in the 90s. Um, you know, that contained a, a ton of lead, for example, or um, a lot of uh, uh, products will get, cause liver failure, kidney failure, because it's unregulated. There is no um, regulating body for vitamins and supplements or wellness products. Um, the only way they get regulated really is when something bad happens. So someone has to die first for the FDA to come in and go, oh, can't put that on the shelf. 
mostly the FTC regulates these, but that's around um, the way they advertise the product, not really what's in the product. So you can create a wellness food, drink, pill, whatever, and you all you have to do is submit the um, ingredient list or whatever to the FDA, and then they, they don't have to approve it. FDA approval is more for prescriptions and stuff, but um, they don't have to approve it for, for supplements and vitamins. So you just submit the list and then you wait. And if someone gets sick or dies or enough people get sick and die, um, then the FDA can take action and shut your operation down. But there isn't, there isn't a screening process. Um, no one looks at the ingredients and puts them through a test and finds out what's really in there. That do, That's not a thing. I think people think it's a thing because... People talk about FDA-approved, you know, parts of their product, um, and all that means is like, yes, if this pill were actually vitamin C, the FDA has said that that's safe, but no one is examining that particular product to make sure that that is what it is. What is your podcast? How did you get interested in the topic of wellness and its legitimacy, and where can people listen? So my podcast is The Dream. I got interested in wellness and, you know, its legitimacy and all of that, uh, basically from living in LA. (laughs) I didn't totally understand this world until I moved here. Although my parents were kind of off and on health nuts my whole life. And I, I didn't, I didn't enjoy that as a kid. Um, you know, eating baked chicken and steamed broccoli for like three months straight. And I think actually it turned me off to wellness culture, how much my parents were into it. But yeah, moving to LA and just, you can't turn a corner without, you know, finding a wheatgrass bar or, and I mean bar like a bar where you go sit and have drinks of wheatgrass. Um, (laughs) And it's just such a big part of the culture here that I was really curious about it. Thank you so much, Jane, for taking the time to answer these questions today. And everyone, please make sure to listen to the Dream Podcast seasons one and two. All right. So I mean, that's another thing that we kind of skipped over, but, and Maria had mentioned this in our group text, that there are stuff that we eat in America that's like banned in other countries, which is crazy. Yeah, that's why uh, baby formula is popular to to get it from Europe instead of- Oh, really? Because apparently you can't, they can't use corn syrup, I guess, and like other sweeteners in Europe, and they can use it in- American yeah. baby food. So I initially, I got formula. It's called like HIP oh. and Holly are the two formulas. But Ripley, did, it was not good on her stomach. So. Oh, no, really? And it, we ended up just getting like some organic Enfamil or Similac or whatever. And it's fine. Like, whatever. <laughs> yeah. I mean, like the stuff that they have. So here's 11... 11 ingredients that are still widely used in the U.S. that are banned in other places. So dough conditioners such as potassium bromate and (laughs) azodicarbonamide. (laughs) That's for sure not how you pronounce it. Um, Banned ingredient number two, brominated vegetable oil, three... Propi la paraben, Pepe la Pepe la Four BHA and BHT. That one I like. Five synthetic food dyes. Six GMOs. Uh-huh. Seven Roxarna Roxar Roxarzone. 
Rocks are sold. You cannot you be in to. the yeah. <laughs> um, ractopamine, herbicides, insecticide, and fungicides. Oh, those are banned over there. Yeah, we could. Oh, I bet. Uh, like I could have like a. I can have insecticide in my food. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Alestra is not allowed in other places, oh. but it's allowed here. Oh, that's interesting. Yeah, and synthetic hormones. Wow. What, doesn't Europe like to shit their pants? Yeah. <laughs> you guys hate shitting your pants? What, you hate shitting your pants, <laughs> London? Boring. Um, boy, yeah, whatever. <laughs> um, so, yeah, I mean, that's it's crazy that there's things that yeah. we eat that are literally, mm-hmm. like, deemed toxic in other countries. So YOLO. Some, exactly. So some theories about why do we fall for wellness trends that we see on the internet? Why do we buy all these supplements? Like, why will we? I don't know. So some theories I have are one, our healthcare system sucks so much. Like you need health mm-hmm. insurance. It takes forever to get an appointment. It's so expensive. It's so frustrating that it's easier to just figure out a holistic treatment then go to an actual doctor. That's a very good theory. Because even now I have health insurance, but like as a kid, I had health insurance, but like you don't go to the doctor unless you're dying. Yeah. And Martin, my husband who's Canadian, he goes to the, calls a doctor for everything. And I'm like, what are you doing? He's like, that's what doctors are for. I'm like, oh yeah. It's not like last resort thing. Yeah, I know so many people who are like, unless I am on my deathbed and like, I usually won't even go to the doctor. I'll just go to urgent care. Yeah. You know, like I'll just wait to go to the hospital or something. Um, And (laughs) yeah, I I know, right? And actually, I know someone recently who just passed away because they just like didn't go to the doctor (sighs) for something. I know. It's crazy. Um, And like, and if if they suddenly got infected and like got into their bloodstream, like we need to go to the doctor. Um. But there's been so many times where I like my throat kind of hurts and I'm like, oh, well, I'll just gargle with salt water. Yeah. You know, I'll do this. And this stuff may work, but we do need doctors sometimes, too. <laughs> yeah. you know, um, another thing is that people believe like conspiracy theories that it's the government and healthcare system sure. that's causing the disease in the first place. They want everyone to be sick so they can control everyone. Yeah. And make money. And, you know, <laughs> yeah. they're making us sick. So then we, they can charge us for healthcare and yeah. charge us for whatever they're doing. But then in some cases, there's some legitimacy to that. You know, if you think about like the Tuskegee experiment, Tuskegee experiment, um, Tuskegee. God, could I pronounce more words wrong today? Um, (laughs) I need to go on the keto keto diet for my brain. Um, That experiment or also Mm -hmm. like you think about how horrible our food is. Of course, we feel sick. You know, there is some legitimacy to the fact that the government isn't doing their best to make us feel healthy. True. And capitalism. Like, we love to buy things. Mm-hmm. It's part of what we've been socialized to do. And social media, we're constantly being ads pushed in our face of that. If you don't need that, if you don't have this, you'll die or you won't be cool. Yeah. So we just want to buy things. And the yes. fountain of youth. Everyone exactly. wants to live forever. Yeah. And, you know, celebs will get endorsements to do things. And then you mm-hmm. want to be like, kim kardashian or whoever and so you'll buy whatever she's hawking and they're all they're all getting 
so many surgeries to make themselves look younger. It's not what they're eating or doing. It's literally plastic surgery. Yes. Also, I I mean, I guess I kind of knew this all, already, but I learned on the Dream podcast that that Slim Fit Tea is just X-Lax in liquid form. Oh, it is? Yeah. yeah. I mean, what else? Yeah. What else would it be? <laughs> yeah. It's the exact same ingredients as X-Lax. God, it's crazy. Right. So anyways, if you guys have any information you'd like to tell us about wellness scams, health scams, stuff you've fallen for, stuff that might be real, stuff that might be not real. Melissa, where can people reach us? You can email us at webcolorspod at gmail.com. All right. Well, I am Allie Jade, Jade Egg, uh, my buttholes, Seagull. <laughs> and I am Melissa... Mrs. Joey Stetton. <laughs> Mrs. Joey Stetton. Uh, all right. <laughs> Bye, guys. Bye. An Erio's original. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.